whatever your gift is, whether you're a singer or you're a writer or, or you just love to cook, like that gift was actually meant for you to enjoy. And then from that, that, that overflow, then that's the gift for the world to enjoy and to be healed by. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Radically Loved. I'm joined by a very special and beautiful guest today, Eye Candy. And uh, (laughs) her name is Milana Snow. She's a healer and overall wellness expert. She is an entrepreneur. She is the founder of Wellness Official. Yes. Yeah. She's nodding her head because I'm just like, <laughs> I want to just continue. She's gorgeous. We've been wanting to connect for so long. And there was a, I started following you on Instagram last year. I think it was last year. Um, and I just love your content. There's not a lot of content people's content that I follow that I actually feel like I'm getting, this is going to sound really shitty, um, but that I actually get value from. And I know that you're very methodical and you're very mindful about the content that you're putting out into the world. And so I'm really grateful for that. And I'm really grateful to have you here today. Oh, thank you. I'm so grateful to be here with you. Seriously, I wish I was in person. I could hug you right now. (laughs) Me too. Yeah, I swear. I'm so ready to start doing these interviews in human form. How, I mean, how has it been for you? I mean, it's, how has this last year and a half been for you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I think like so many, it's been an up and down roller coaster in many ways. You know, I've unfortunately have had some family and friends that have really been hit hard by COVID. So it's, you know, it's really a humbling experience to go through that with people. And um, that that has obviously just changed, not just my look on the world, but all of ours. Uh, and at the same time, it's been a really interesting journey to have a really expansive year in my healing work because mm-hmm. I've just been saying a lot lately, you know, I feel like so many healers were really preparing for a time like this and whether we knew it or not that, you know, it was going to, that 2020 was going to be what it was and 2021 was going to have what it has in it. Like, I think a lot of us really prepared to come and answer a serious call and, and yeah, last year, especially it was really like just a huge level of growth for me to really be able to hold space for a lot of people that needed support and help when they were going through really hard times. And so in that way, it was a really big honor and a big life transition. Yes. Yeah. Because you have such an incredibly uh, connected and huge community. And I know that this is a big passion of yours as well to cultivate community and bring people together. 
you know, one of one of the main questions that I want to ask that I like to ask all of my guests is, especially in the world of wellness, what brought you here? What was your journey to get here? What was the catalyst that got you to this place to want to uh, bring your message to the world? Oh man, that is such a great question. Also, I just so appreciate that the message that you got is that community is important to me. I just like, I love that that's what you were able to see from what we're doing digitally and online. That really means a lot to me. I I would actually say to kind of like answer that question through the community lens. One part is that when I was growing up, I moved almost every year of my life from about the age of two or three to about 14. And so, you know, I went to seven different schools before I even got to high school. I lived in three different states, multiple cities in each state. So most of my life, this is pre-Instagram, way before Instagram. (laughs) At some points, even before AOL. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, so a lot of my, a lot of my childhood was very much an insular experience, not a lot of friends that I got to keep in touch with because we didn't really have means to do that um, due to technology advances and um, and really just having a very deep uh, relationship with my spiritual uh, inner connection with God, with universe, with the different spiritual practices since the age of like four. So most of my childhood was like pursuing and looking for connection Mm. and for real just something real and, and just ha- being able to have fun outside of myself. <laughs> and so for me, community was kind of one of the deepest desires that I had as a child, because I just didn't have that. And spirituality was always my, that was like how I basically survived my, my youth. So being able to bridge those two worlds became a very obvious um, meaning for one of the reasons why I came here. So, yeah, I think for me over the years, just kind of bringing that, that those childhood needs and healing those childhood traumas and realizing like, oh my gosh, there's gotta be other people who really want authentic community, who really want to heal, who maybe doesn't have a family to help them with that, or maybe they do, but they're the ones that are the catalyst for change in their family. And so for me, most of my work is bent on a very, very personal, personal desire to bring that change to myself and then to anybody who else is looking for that. Yeah, I love, I love, I can so relate to that. And I think that a lot of people that listen to this podcast can totally relate to that. I think one of the biggest questions that I get is for the people listening or for people out there who are maybe feeling that call as well that may feel a little bit sort of mm, intimidated by going into this space, like, and they have a desire to come out and, and talk about spirituality or learn Reiki or become a yoga teacher or lead meditation or go into any other type of healing. Um, what do you say to people that feel like maybe they don't have what it takes to do it? Oh, <laughs> well, I, I've, I've, uh, I've been saying this a lot and eventually people are going to get really tired of me saying this, <laughs> but I truly, truly believe that every single person is a healer, every single person. And I think the way that we heal is different. It's as unique as we each are individually, but I, I, you know, 
in my experience, both as a healer, as a seeker, as a, as a daughter, as, as a dog mom, (laughs) as a teacher, all of those different labels and hats. I really, I have come to see, oh my gosh, we all are here to heal in our own unique way to contribute to the evolution of our consciousness and of our civilization and culture. And so the thing that I think is a little tricky is that a lot of times we're not told that we don't, we don't know that we actually have these gifts in us that only we here can bring, but also that those gifts are inherently here to heal us. And then thereby healing ourselves, we heal others. And, and and it's actually, I really believe even like the gifts of like music or art, people who can paint, which I would love to be able to say I can paint well, but I'm more of a, a finger, fingerprint kind of painter. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, my Picassos look like Picassos without really being Picasso. So, <laughs> um, but you know, whatever your gift is, whether you're a singer or you're a writer or, or you just love to cook, like that gift was actually meant for you to enjoy. And then from that, that, that overflow, then that's the gift for the world to enjoy and to be healed by. And so I just, I got to say, if someone's out there thinking, ah, I don't know if I'm X, Y, and Z enough to be a yoga teacher, or I don't really have the personality to be a speaker. It's not about being the healer that I am or the healer that Rosie is. It's about being the healer that you came to be and only you can cultivate that. Only you can discover that. And most importantly, only you can allow that to be uh, the impact within your own life first for that to then be the overflow for other people to be able to benefit from. Oh, I love that. She said the overflow, see the overflow, not the burning yourself out, trying to help everybody else when you're depleting your own reserves. Yes. Who was your most important teacher growing up? That's a really, really good question. Well, you know, it's interesting because I really only throughout my childhood had about four adults around because we would move every year. And that was my grandmother who taught me how to meditate and astral project at four. So that was a big one. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Definitely have to elaborate on that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was just funny because before we started to move a lot, my, my grandma, I remember just had me come lay down next to her one time. She said, babe, we're going to just close our eyes and then we're going to walk out of our bodies. And I was like, okay. You know, when you're four, you're just like, okay, cool. I'll try that. You know, (laughs) you don't know any better. Um, And so that, that was a big, just looking back on my life, that was a big pivotal moment without even knowing it, because in some ways it was a trauma response, leaving our bodies Mm. so that we can't feel the pain that's there. And then in other ways, it was like this seeking nature of finding what's possible outside of our bodies, seeing what's more than our bodies. And so that, that kind of came as like a double-edged sword because years later I had to find a way back to my body and I had to teach myself that, you know, but, um, she taught me how to explore other realms and to not think that it was weird or to even think that there was anything else. And, and then as I grew up, I watched my mom, who was like the breadwinner of the family and 
um, she was a hard worker and she was the one that we would always move so she could get a new job at a new hotel. She's in the hotel industry. And I really got to see what hard work looks like and what it looks like to just start from absolutely nothing to really building something that, you know, a, a career, a real strong career. And from that, I had to learn how to work hard, but also how to take care of myself. Mm. So I would say those two women, my grandmother and my mom taught me a lot. And with that, I had a lot of learning to kind of help progress our, our family line. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that you said progress the family line. I want to talk about that a little bit. So part I I'm a uh, first generation Mexican American. My parents, uh, you know, really struggled to make ends meet. I grew up in East LA during the LA riots. So it was very chaotic. There was a lot of violence. There was a lot of gang violence. So it was very, very traumatic for a child to grow in those formative years in that environment. And, you know, through all the trials and tribulations to get to a place now where I have been able to learn from different modalities of healing and move through learning to move through trauma and dealing with PTSD and all of these things. One of the things that I find so um, incredibly um, poignant is for, you know, a person of color to move through these generational traumas that exist in, you know, my lineage, both my parents, this is par for the course. They had experiences like this when they were growing up. So for them having to have their child move through these experiences, they didn't, it, it was just a normal thing, you know, but to have to, to be able to have the opportunity to understand that we can break those patterns. We can move from ancestral, uh, trauma or, you know, I don't know if you're, if you, are into or believe in epigenetics or things yes. getting passed down. Definitely. So I'm, I'm curious for you, like what's been that experience? I know that for, for me, there's been a lot of talk therapy. There's been a lot of, um, learning how to communicate with my family and setting boundaries and all of those, especially culturally, right. It's such a different thing. So I'm curious for you, like what, how you've been able to navigate that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I literally just had a very challenging conversation today with one of my family members about this very thing. So, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I think one of the things that's really interesting. And I think that we find as we go on this path of spirituality and really like going deep, deep, deep into the self, because the self is the big S, which is the universal God self. Right. And that's in us all we realize that the things that we were told about our parents is not actually what we thought it was. Right. I mean, you know, even looking at like the story of Jesus, there was a point where Jesus actually said that God was his mother and his father and, and that not his Mary and Joseph. And I th always thought that was a really interesting thing at first. I didn't quite get like, dang, why are you being so harsh to your parents? Like, you know, what's that about? <laughs> but I think there's a time that I came to within myself where I realized like, wow, you know, from an earthly perspective, I had two parents that, that brought me into this physical realm. And at the same time, uh, there is a parenthood that's greater than that. And that's mm. mother earth and 
the universal God force and that I'm going to have to be the one to, to bridge that gap. I have to be the one to learn and reprogram to that parentage. And so, you know, that doesn't always go over well with the family. I can tell you <laughs> doesn't always go well, but I think what's really hard, especially for our generation. Cause I think, I think the millennial and the Gen Z generations are really understanding that like, there's a lot of uh, deprogramming to do. There's a lot of programs that we have just subscribed to for millennia that actually don't have to be continued, that we don't have to choose. And I think for the first time, possibly in at least a few thousand years, we have kind of actually had the consciousness and awareness that the way that things have been doesn't mean that they need to continue, that, that, that those two things are we can change them that we the traditions even are actually meant to be broken and and so for me when i started to really get deeper into my healing path i had to have a lot of compassion for my family a lot of compassion for my parents i have i have a very mixed family because i i didn't know my biological dad until i was 25. i was raised by my mom and my stepdad um and i and i i didn't really realize until i met my dad at 25 how much of this really just also flows in our blood. It's not just the programming that you get from being raised by someone for the first 18 years of your life or 17 in my case. But it also, when I finally met my dad at 25, I realized, oh my God, I do that same exact thing that he does. And he never taught me because just, I didn't know him. And so I think it's, we, we have this opportunity if we are open to it to kind of go beyond like, the constraints of what culture says parents are supposed to be and actually look at them as humans and as souls and not just as our parents where we have to abide by everything that they say or that that anything that they say is inherently right for us and really look at where did some of this stuff come from and when 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 i personally started to get into my breath work and energy healing practice for myself I realized that there had been a long pattern of the same themes over and over and over again on both sides of my parents. Mm -hmm. And that a lot of these patterns hadn't been looked at before. And that if I didn't want to continue those patterns or noticing that some of them had changed with me, then I was going to have to stop uh, allowing those same interactions to be in my everyday life, whether that be with my parents or with my new boyfriend or with my, with my new business partners or whatever right. that was, I had to actually look at, wait, 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 how am I perpetuating this thing that I see is tied to a larger theme that isn't actually working for us. So I don't know if that gives enough. Yeah. That I honestly, we could talk about that for like five hours. So I'm trying to like, not yeah, talk no, no, much. but it's so great. No, 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 that no, it's so good because there's so much of what you're saying that ties into the whole idea of being able to co-create with the universe, with life, having the power. I mean, what you're saying is we have the power to be able to choose and to move the current the way that we want it to go. And we're not bound by the monochromatic, you know, genetic makeup that we're stringently having to follow. We have yeah. to be this way. We have yeah. to create this way, or my parents did this. So I have to, therefore I have to do this. We have the opportunity to have the awareness to be able to change that. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? 
HelloFresh is that little box that makes life easier and brings your food right to your doorstep. Who doesn't want a box of fresh food and pre-measured ingredients? I definitely do. HelloFresh cuts out the stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so that you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh has a wide variety of easy, delicious options for all three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between if you want to be extra like me. Tor and I get the veggie meals three times a week and it is the highlight of my week because I know I don't have to worry about trying to figure out what I'm going to make and it's always so tasty and quick, which is really nice because then we can actually enjoy the evening, maybe even Netflix and chill. So go to hellofresh.com forward slash loved 12 and use the code loved 12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's www.hellofresh.com forward slash loved 12 and use code loved 12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's hellofresh.com forward slash loved 12. America's number one meal kit. This episode is brought to you by Tonal. Currently, I'm on week two of a four-week program with Coach Jared on Tonal. The fact that I could take an entire four-week program with a coach is kind of wild. I was never the person at the gym that worked with a trainer. I was always so intimidated. That's one of the reasons why I love Tonal so much. There's so many programs on there. You can even practice yoga and meditation, or you can customize your workouts or build your own workout via the Tonal app. Plus, I love the fact that it's in my home and I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to drive anywhere. And even those moments where I don't feel motivated, I know that I can do a quick five to 10 minute program. I know I'm going to sleep better and just feel so much better about my day. Tonal is a smart at-home gym that replaces every machine in the weight room and has personal training programs built in. It's got a sleek design and it looks like a TV on your wall. No bulky weights or racks and up to 200 pounds of resistance. And as I said earlier, having a coach-led workout has made all the difference. Try Tonal today for 30 days risk-free. Just visit www.tonal.com. And for all of our listeners, you can get $100 off the smart accessories when you use the promo code Rosie at checkout. That's www.tonal.com. Use promo code Rosie. And thank you, Tonal, for supporting this show. If there's ever been a year to make moms in your life feel loved and appreciated on Mother's Day, this is the one. Last year was one of the hardest years for many of us. My mom has pre-existing health conditions, and so we spent a long span of months not being able to see each other because I didn't want to put her at risk. That's why I'm honoring my mom with a heartfelt, sentimental gift the whole family can cherish together forever with StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your mom, grandmother, mother-in-law, and every mother figure in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with them, especially if you can't be together in person. Every week, StoryWorth emails your mom a different story prompt questions you've never thought to ask, like, what is some of the best advice your mother ever gave you? And if you could choose any talents to have, what would they be? Or you can do what I did and just ask your mom who her favorite child is. She said it depended on the day. StoryWorth has helped numerous families learn about each other in profound and special ways, all of their testimonials will practically move you to tears. In fact, StoryWorth has already created a powerful experience for me. During one of our discussions, my mom said that she only wished that my grandmother was still alive so that she can share some of these questions with her. There are things that she'll never get to know, 
but she was able to turn it around and be grateful to the fact that we're able to have these conversations now. And maybe one day she can share her answers with her future grandchildren. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all of your mom's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com forward slash loved. You'll get $10 off of your first purchase. That's storyworth.com forward slash loved for $10 off. I'm curious for yourself too, being somebody that is very apparently self-aware, how are you able to cultivate that self-compassion to move through those, I will say character things that you don't maybe want or see, or, or that you, like you were saying, you were bringing some of this, these characteristics with your relationship, or maybe it's, it's the way that you're behaving with a business partner that you can see and be aware of. How do you give yourself the space to create that change? And I'm curious, yeah, what role does having self-compassion play in your ability to cultivate that change to evolve, so to speak? That's a beautiful, beautiful question. Thank you. I think the first thing that comes to mind is that having integrity with ourselves is so important. When I was thinking about, you know, there was a time in my life just a few years ago, 2017 was one of the hardest years of my life. And I really got to a point, I was in such deep victim, self-victimization. I mean, my God, I was at the bottom of the the victim barrel, really. Like, you know, I was, ooh, it couldn't get any thicker than how I was laying it on. And I remember just like praying and crying and thinking, okay, all of a sudden this thought just hit me, but how did I cause this? How did I bring, how did I create all of this? Cause I know that somehow I, I created this. So, so what is it really? And I remember being in my bed, I probably had been there all day <laughs> crying and just realizing, oh my God, if I created this, then like, let me just really be honest about how I created this experience this life, this, this situation, this, this, this period that I'm in. And I had to be really honest with myself and it hurt. I mean, actually, I think that hurt worse than all the other shit that was going on. I was like, <laughs> damn, no wonder nobody wants to look at what's really going on in them because it, it sucks. Oh. It hurts. But I think that's the first layer. We got to really, really have the integrity and the honesty with ourselves about how we are creating our lives and why we have the kind of relationships we have or the jobs we have or the money or lack of money or whatever that is down to down to the things that are just like wait that actually is somebody else's fault like even that you know <laughs> and really be like yes. but what if I were to say that this was like something I created even though maybe it wasn't right that it was done to me like how like that's what I did for myself. Yeah. I'll say that people can yeah. take that wherever they want. That's what I did. Yeah. For but me. no, I love what you're saying in, in a sense, you're asking yourself, how am I, even if I didn't create this, how am I perpetuating this? Yes. How am I choosing yes. to perpetuate yes. this thing yes. that maybe I didn't create, but I am corroborating with that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh no. I love that, man. That hit deep when you just said about <laughs> the, I had to be really honest for some reason. We I'll speak for myself. I, I forget that part because I also can be trapped in that. What, why is this happening to me? Like, what, what is this? And I come from a very, uh, victim hood upbringing with certain family members that we lived with that just blamed 
all their problems. It was always somebody else's fault. And so I knew from a young age that that didn't feel right because you can see that there are solutions even as a child. Uh, yeah, but if you stopped drinking, <laughs> if you stopped <laughs> drinking, maybe you wouldn't be hungover and maybe you wouldn't lose your job because you yes. didn't show up. Yes. That kind of thing. Yes. So to me, just having that understanding, I think is what, what you're saying, having that awareness and having the courage to say, what is the, what is the highest truth here? How can I be honest with myself? How can I hold myself up to that standard that I want to be in? And I, I feel like the reason why we don't do it is because it's really hard. It's really hard. And it's scary. And where can, I mean, self, real self-compassion, real self-love can only come out of that darker place. Because I find what happens a lot of times is that we can be in denial about our parts in our own lives and how we're showing up. And then we say, but I'm just going to be easy on myself. I'm just going to love on myself because I'm just trying the best that I can. And sometimes that's really the truth. But that's after you've done the real accounting. Yes. Let's really look. Let's really really look to the best of our ability because we'll have blind spots and we'll get to learn. But once we've really looked and we've sat with what is icky, because sometimes you just got to sit with what's icky. It's not always just fun. Yeah. What's been that then the self-love can come in. Yeah, no, that's totally true. And I I agree with everything that you're saying. And I'm just curious. I don't mean to cut you off, but the what's your what's been your experience with toxic positivity? Mm, Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) and and if you don't like this is something okay, good. Because and maybe you can tell everybody what toxic po- positivity is. Yeah, well, I would actually, I would love your definition too, because I, I want to make sure I'm on. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. So, so, and this is actually, I think the first time I've, um, I maybe even bring this up, but so toxic positivity, I've been reading this a lot, right? So mm-hmm. I just finished, uh, I just turned in my second draft. I just wrote a book oh. and, um, yes, I know, uh, it's yeah. not out till next year to 22, everybody to 22, Um, but I was doing a lot of research on this because there's this, to me, I I was researching spiritual bypassing. And as I was doing this research, then I came upon a couple of different articles on toxic positivity. And to me, it, it sounded very similar to spiritual bypassing and spiritual bypassing is being able to just kind of move through all the negative and all the shadow and just going straight to the positive. I just want to feel good. I just want to go into the divine. And I, I don't, I'm not an expert. There's many people out in the space and whom we've had on the show. Ashley Turner is a really great um, teacher. She's also a psychotherapist. She's spoken about spiritual bypassing at length. So for the people listening, if you want to check her stuff out, she's got some great content on this. Um, so, so that's my understanding of spiritual bypassing. Uh, toxic positivity is sort of this to me because I, it's crazy because people don't see me this way, but I am definitely not, uh, how do I say this? It's not my nature to just be happy, positive all the time. Like that's not who I am. I'm definitely way more even keeled. I'm a calmer person. I definitely tend to go more into my logical brain. That's why I love all these spiritual practices because I'm so left brain. I have to logicize 
lots of size every year. It's like, everything has to be very logical. I need to do the research because I feel like for me, just going straight into the spiritual realm can unground me and, and I can sort of get lost in that. Right. So just like you were, you were kind of saying the same thing in the beginning when you were talking about having these out-of-body experiences and having these, uh, these connections, which I find fascinating. And I also have as well, but for me, I think because I was so out of body, so much of my life as well in the beginning, experiencing drive-by shootings and experiencing, you know, really intense things. I disassociated from the physicality of my body. And so, so much of my adulthood was coming back into my body. So I have to toe the line going back to the toxic positivity thing. Whenever I see people just say, Hey, just, just be positive. Like what's the big deal. And it, it almost makes me feel like I'm not honoring the anger that I have. And to me, that feels icky because I I want to honor everything that is there. So it's, you know, we we've had in the wellness world, I've seen this over the last year, there's been a lot of people that have been brought to light that are out there preaching all this stuff. And then you find out that they aren't, you know, they're not the guru teacher that's out there doing all the spiritual things. They're doing some shady shit, you know? So, so to me, that whole toxic positivity is kind of tied into this inauthentic way of being. And now I'm not saying don't be positive. If you're innately a positive person, that's incredible. That's really great. But I think for me, the toxic positivity comes in from a place of, I'm just going to, I'm just going to not pay attention to the reality of the world. That is that truth that you were saying where you were laying in bed and you were crying and you said, okay, what is the, what is the highest truth here? To me, that is being positive because you're taking away from the negative energy charge and you are, you are using that as a catalyst to change it, to transform it. Toxic positivity is just like, oh, Milana, you're fine. Like just, you need to manifest a good attitude. <laughs> totally. You know totally. what I mean? Okay. Absolutely. Sorry. I, I went I know, on a little bit that. of a tangent. I, I love that. I feel like that's, we need to like, make sure we quote a few of the things that you just said. Cause that was some really <laughs> juicy stuff. Um, but truly what was coming up be, right. As you were saying that is just, you know, this idea that denial is actually from my experience, one of the biggest hindrances of our, of our healing. It, it really is. So it, there's, there's a difference between, you know, seeing the godliness of us all, which is mm. that we are whole, perfect, complete, all of that, all of that. That is who we are, truly, truly. And feeling through the human experience yes. of what we've created. And, and what's, you know, what I've seen when we do some of these breathwork practices, I'll see somebody move through years of, of the energetic, emotional, mental pain within literally an hour. So it's not like you got to spend your whole life, right? You can, you can really, you can move through things quicker than you'd like to think it's actually resistance of moving through things that makes it take 20 years to move through when your husband left you or whatever that story is. Right. And so this, this idea that, you know, we just should just like 
bypass what doesn't feel good is actually the greatest hindrance to healing because mm-hmm. the second you allow yourself to really feel where you're at with yourself and where you are in relation to the person or the situation or the incident, whatever that is, the second you drop into that feeling totally and how it's impacted you and exactly in the deep presence of that, immediately you're able to unlock the healing potential of your godliness within that. Mm. But when we bypass it, because we don't want to feel what's bad, quote unquote, because we Mm -hmm. label it as bad, right, right. Then we don't get the, all the wisdom, the information, the details, the roadmap that's actually encoded in the pain that we're trying to avoid. And what's so funny to me, I mean, I, I laugh about this sometimes because, you know, I'll do these sessions on myself or we'll have them in the trainings. And I kid you not, like some of the gnarliest stuff that we as humans have to freaking go through. I've, I've seen some of it myself personally, and I've helped a lot of people move through that as, as a healer and as, you know, just someone on the journey with them. And I see that you actually, if you can just get into the depths of what that actually does to you as a human being and just be with that, almost instantaneously, you overcome it. You start to see that it was actually a gift. You start to see, oh my God, I understand exactly why I was treated this way at this age because then it got me to do this thing that I would have never done. And and the wisdom unlocks. But if we are just like, oh, get over it because he left you or get over it because she doesn't want to be with you or wh- whatever that is. I'm talking about relationships a lot, but whatever it is, if we just say, oh, whatever, it's you're good, then we don't actually get to feel the depths of what's yes. waiting to be transformed within us. Yes. Mic drop. I mean, that was really <laughs> it. That's it. That is it, folks. That is it. <laughs> That is so so true. I'm just I'm I'm taking it all in because I 100% agree with you and I I the, hearing you say that just it continues to inspire me on the path and it inspires me to continue to work in this community because I'll tell you it's really difficult sometimes when there's a lot of people out there doing some crazy weird bypassing things so this is truly inspiring for me and I love hearing that and I I really love your perspective what is what are you excited about right now what are you working on oh my gosh wow well you know next month we have our our next in-person this is actually our first in-person healing of 2021 and yeah and we it's just been an incredible, the response was really surprising. We actually thought that we'd have a lot more people sign up online and it it almost sold out within two days in person. (laughs) Just two days. We were like, Oh, okay. Everybody wants to come like in person. Yes, (laughs) People want to show up. People want to be in human form. Yeah. So that was really, really exciting because one of the most liberating and humbling experiences of my life is doing these group sessions. I mean, there's just really, in my experience, just very few things that have gotten me closer to God than mm. being able to work with people in the, the way that we're talking about in the deep healing and really seeing people use their courage and their heart and their faith to go into some of the toughest stuff that happens to humans and, and asking someone to do that and saying, hey, can you just trust me that I'm telling you that on the other side, I promise you everything is going to be so much better 
you just let yourself go through this thing that you've been holding off your whole life. And so that, you know, there's literally like no better payoff than to see somebody's face after they've come through a session. And it's like, oh shit, I did it. You know, there's just nothing better than someone being like, oh my God, I am God. I am everything that I've been looking for. There's, there's nothing outside of me that I've been searching for. Like, and that is just like, when you see that in someone's eyes, it's the most beautiful experience. So that is what I'm really excited about. We have some other projects and and things that we're doing to kind of tell these stories in bigger ways, because I really, really want to get the word out to as many people as possible. One of the reasons why I'm so grateful to be here with you today, that, that we really have all the tools inside. We just need a couple of like maps to kind of see where they're at, but everything is there. And we don't need to depend on other people or other healers or, you know, other programs. I mean, these things help us. These, these people are here to help us, to hold our hand, to witness us. But ultimately what it really comes down to and what I'm really excited about the world to know is that you heal yourself. That's what I'm stoked about letting the world know. <laughs> oh, man. oh, Milana, this is so good. I'm, I'm really excited about this. Are you doing, are you doing, is this the only training that you're doing this year? Do we uh, know? Oh, so we have one more in New York. We're doing a New York training in September, the first weekend of September. Um, so, you know, that, that is, I think that's actually going to be only in person. So this year we've only got two more left and next year we'll be doing some international dates as well. Very excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the inhuman form. This sounds amazing. I'm going to check my schedule to see what I'm doing that weekend. Oh my God, girl, I would, I would just freaking cry. Oh my God. Literally. I get so emotional. My team knows, man, when people sign up that I love and respect and I know, I mean, obviously it's always the same. If anybody signs up, I'm so excited. But when, we had, you know, a, a friend of ours sign up the other day and she surprised me. And I was like, what? Like, I, you're like, what you're doing? Oh, how exciting. Like, oh, you know, I had the same. Like, I, I know you. What? I get that. I had the same thing. I had a couple of people last two years ago um, during one of my yoga teacher trainings that signed up and I was like, wait, are you serious? What? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are you, are you coming? Uh, no, that's so exciting. And I, I want to be respectful of your time and I, I feel like this was just an intro conversation. Oh. I feel like we need to do this again when we can see each other in person. And I, I just want to express my gratitude f- to you for doing this and just for doing all the work that you do in the world. I mean, we didn't even go into that, but I mean, you've been such a wellness advocate for many years now, and you are very, very celebrated, very celebrated, well-recognized and it's for good reason. And now that I actually am able to have a conversation with you, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that you are going to be a a huge component to the shift that we need in this, in this space, in our, in our world and your students as well. So the ripple effect that you are creating is, is so incredible. And I just want to thank you for doing what you do and for continuing to inspire everybody, including myself. So thank you for that. That means so much coming from you, Rosie. I really appreciate it. It's an honor. Well, where can people go to get more information? 
Yeah. So I always love to direct people to my Instagram because I like to be on stories more than my posts, by the way. <laughs> I always am talking on IG live. And so if you ever feel called to come and hang out, um, Milana Snow, it's with two L's. Uh, wellnessofficial.com is also a great place. That's where we have all of our events from the training signups to some online courses. We have a breathwork seven day mini course you can sign up for there. And we also have a lot of amazing practitioners that are within the community that you can work with from wellnessofficial.com. That is awesome. We will put all of those links in the show notes. So if you're listening to this on your device, hit the info button and all the links that Milana just mentioned will be there. So you can go directly to her site or Instagram and follow her and sign up for her course. That sounds amazing. If you're lucky, maybe you'll get in and, and, or you can check out some of the stuff that she said that's already there. If you're watching the video, then the links will be below here. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, before I let you go, I have one final question. I ask all of my guests, but again, I just want to thank you for being here and I'm, I'm excited to stay connected and to maybe get to see each other in human form soon. The final question is regarding this podcast and why we created it. We wanted to just create a place for people to go to, to get inspired and to know that the universe works for you and not against you. And the whole idea is that we are radically loved by God, source, universe, whatever higher power of your understanding. And the final question to you is how do you feel radically loved? I feel radically loved when I am in the presence of God. When at least I know that I am, because <laughs> we're always in the presence. But when I'm aware of it, that's when I feel radically loved. Thank you so much. Milana Snow, everybody. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to the show. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. And Milana, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.